Hello. Welcome to another episode of the Knife Party Podcast, where we leave it all on the cutting room floor. I am, of course, your illustrious host, Zach Evergreen. You could find me on all my socials at Zach Evergreen. And uh, we are at Knife Party Pod on almost every social as well. And on the Patreon, patreon.com slash knifepartypod and uh, podbean.com. Or sorry, podbean. No, no. I apologize again. Knifepartypod.podbean.com. Um, I hope you like that making of episode. Uh, that guest, my dad was flirting with her in a bar. And they were talking about socialism and shit. And my dad's a huge QAnon guy. And I just thought, you know what? Starship Troopers is very much about this. Why don't you just fucking come on the podcast? And uh, it happened. So, I don't know. There you are. This is how life works, you know? Just crazy shit happens once in a while. So, let's talk about the movie, though. All right, 98, or sorry, 68% on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, that doesn't happen here. Not on the uh, Evergreen Tomato score. This this gets a solid 98. Solid 98. Um, it this movie's fan fucking tastic. I I watched two documentaries yesterday in order to do the making of episode yesterday, and uh, took tons of notes, and then watched the movie. And I swear to God, I want to watch this movie again. It is that fucking good. This movie is fan-fucking-tastic. It is so good. I mean, the action, the effects, the music. Oh. This is just one of those movies that... I'm not going to say it was overlooked, because it had four sequels. But not respected would be the great way to put it. So anyway, let's just dive into this movie right now, all right? So we begin on Kladathu in a futurescape. So it starts off with this propaganda, you know, would you like to know more? Where you just see what's going on in our world in the 23rd century of, we're getting attacked by these meteors that are being shot out by this planet Kandathu, which is filled with these giant arachnids. And uh, they, I, I don't know what caused this conflict. They really don't start with it, but it is exactly StarCraft. It's <laughs> their species versus ours. And uh, the humankind has started intergalactic uh, settlements or they're trying to at least. And uh, these bugs do not want us on their planet. So we go into the classroom of our protagonists, and that would be right now Rico and Carmen. And we see them first. Rico and Carmen are, are like high school sweethearts. And we see um, Ironside, Michael Ironside is uh, the teacher, and he's explaining the difference of what a citizen is between a civilian. And I think if I press this button, Rico, Rico, pay attention. Sorry, Mr. Ranchi. Let's sum up. This year we explored the failure of democracy. Well, the social scientists brought our world to the brink of chaos. We talked about the veterans, how they took control and imposed the stability that has lasted for generations since. You know these facts, but have I taught you anything of value this year? Hmm? You, why are only citizens allowed to vote? It's a reward. What the Federation gives you for doing federal service. No. No. Something given has no value. Look, when you vote, you are exercising political authority. You're using force. And force, my friends, is violence. The supreme authority from which all other authority is derived. Uh, my mother always said violence never solves anything. Really? I wonder what the city fathers of Hiroshima would say about that. You. They probably wouldn't say anything. Hiroshima was destroyed. 
Correct. Naked force has resolved more issues throughout history than any other factor. The contrary opinion, that violence never solves anything, is wishful thinking at its worst. People who forget that always pay. Rico, what's the moral difference, if any, between a civilian and a citizen? A citizen accepts personal responsibility for the safety of the body politic, defending it with his life. A civilian does not. The exact words of the text. But do you understand it? Do you believe it? I don't know. Of course you don't. I doubt anyone here would recognize civic virtue if it reached up and bit you in the ass. All right. I super agree with this movie in the way where I'm not going to go political. I don't like going political, but this movie is very political. Um, I think that's what makes it so, ooh, not good, but tears at the heartstrings in a way. Where it really does divide uh, people. I think that's the reason why I got 68% is I believe, I wish, I'm not going to say believe, I'm going to say I wish I would have enlisted in some kind of military program if I could take it all back I wouldn't be here right now and I'm in a good place in life so I'm happy that things worked out the way they have had I wish I served fuck yeah even if it was something just like the Coast Guard or the reserves I think that there is a great I don't want to say responsibility Ethic. Um, I I can't think of the word right now, but I, I think something happens when you actually do say, I am selfless. I'm giving my body and my, you know, man hours, calories uh, to something that's beyond me. A sacrifice, that's the word. And I, I think that actually does do something. Let's put it this way. I know more losers than winners that did not sign up. And I consider myself an earner and a winner. But, you know, I, I, I really think that had I just put in two to four years, I, I think I would be uh, a little bit better. I don't know. Um, so you can't vote, you can't have children, and there's a lot of other things you cannot do if you do not serve here. So, um, he said a gift, but it's a reward of if you serve and I, you know, but keep in mind, (laughs) this movie is about if, uh, Hitler would have won and you have perfect fascism. Um, that being said, Hey, the world in this movie looks fantastic. There's no one in Oakland on fentanyl, and there's no hypodermic needles on the ground. So you know what? Hitler's a piece of shit, and I'm glad he's dead, but there's something to be said about perfect communism and perfect fascism. Anyway, getting out of that, um, the math scores. So after Rico is flirting with Carmen, and we just heard that uh, scene. Uh, Carmen gets a 97% on math scores, and that's what the military is looking for, is if you think in math and science and not in feelings. uh, Heads up, California. That's why we're 47 out of the 50 states. Get your fucking head out your fucking heart and think with your fucking brain. I'm sorry this is a political episode, but that's the fucking truth. Um, yeah, math and science. Fuck the arts. Fuck social... Yeah. Measure twice and cut once. Teach kids how to do fucking plumbing and homemaking. Let's get back into that. My tax dollars are going to fucking feelings. Fuck that shit. Go fuck yourself. God, I'm going to get canceled over Starship Troopers. I love this movie, though, so let's just get back into it. Carmen gets a 97, which puts her on the uh, 
opportunity to be a uh, in the the basically the navy or the oh shit i said basically butzer as a flight leader or on the way to it right she's getting the captain kirk because of her math scores whereas uh fucking johnny rico only gets 37 which only makes him allowable for infantry if he decides to do so right and then we have a uh <laughs> we have a biology scene where this old lady she's dead now i i don't i didn't write down her name but she's pretty funny they're dissecting bugs and rico's all about it and then carmen just like blows chunks and then we see uh, neil patrick harris yes nph is in this movie and he is amazing by the way um I, I mentioned earlier that almost every character in this movie, with the exception of Ironsides and Brown, um, they are all new actors. They all look like teenagers, which is kind of cool, even though they're all in their mid to late 20s. I think the oldest dude, the uh, the main oh, Carmen's fucking mentor, he's like 28 in this film. But everyone else is like in their mid-20s. MPH is doing this ESP test on Rico. Um, it's exactly the Ghostbusters test where it has two cards and you have to guess what they are. And uh, he's, you know, failing totally. So I guess we're trying to make him out to be a jarhead, if you will. Sorry, I got the hiccups, dude. I'm really sorry. I didn't mean for me to have the hiccups, but we're already fucking 12 minutes in and I'm not going to start this over. Um, and... Uh, at a certain point, he goes, you know, NPH goes, like, you know, everyone has the ability for it. You just don't know how to unlock it. And then his ferret comes up, and he goes, go get mom. And then the ferret runs off. Johnny Rico goes, what did you just do? And he goes, oh, I put the imp uh, impression that there was a grub underneath my mom's skirt. So NPH is a psychic brilliant guy right he, he could read minds and all stuff and we're we're you know and and he plays the fucking the the role really well by the way so anyway um after that goes down we have an arena's football scene and these motherfuckers defy gravity i'm talking they're playing with like it looks like the xfl if you guys are wrestling fans you might remember the XFL or maybe if you're in my age demographic, but it was arena football, but it was like more wrestling moves. Like you could do like power bombs and like RKOs and shit. And uh, Johnny Rico is, you know, I think he's on the Tigers. Yeah, they're on the Tigers. And then the the other dude, uh, the other love interest and in, in his name escapes me. I don't have it written down. I apologize. They're on the Giants. And Rico's like, just throw me the ball, Diz. Now, Diz is so fucking cool. She's a tomboy with the most beautiful hair you've ever seen. And she's been into Johnny Rico for the longest time, right? Um, Diz is that best friend that's been into you that just won't speak up, even though you know it. And she's actually my favorite character in the whole movie. Um, we'll get into that later. So this arena football scene, Diz throws, she's the quarterback, and uh, throws it. Johnny Rico is the wide receiver, who does a fucking pirouette flip over the defense, catches the ball and runs it in, spikes it, and then he goes in and kisses Carmen. Now, um, the dude that's the will be the other love interest for Carmen is like hitting on the whole time. And that's why like he gets all fired up and then he's like, fuck you talking to my girl, dude, you know, you know how it is. Um, anyway, so the parents, we, we, go, we go back to the parents and they're like, you're not going to enlist. Fuck that. You know, like don't even think about enlisting. What the hell is wrong with you? And uh, he 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 says, you know, it, it's my civic duty. I must do this. It it is very important to me to enlist. 
um, I want to vote, and then they're like, oh, you're doing this because of Carmen is pushing you to it. And uh, he denies it, even though us as viewers kind of know it because he wants to be close to her. And, you know, she can be off in space. Now, he just, you know, wants any connection to her. It's it's puppy love, dude. You, we've all been there. Um, so then that kind of happens out. And then they're like, what about if you come to us with Zagaba Beach? Which is some resort on Saturn or some shit. And he's like, I've always wanted to go there. But uh, he, you know, he's still got thoughts in his mind. So um, Rico then uh, goes to their prom dance or their their graduation dance. And, you know, he's uh, he's there and he's dancing or, or sorry, uh, Dizzy comes up to him and says, like, let's dance and goes, I'll take a rain check, Diz. And then uh, he meets up with with Carmen and uh, Rico and Carmen they dance around at the last dance and all is well as playing. But by the way, I did not realize this. I played it in the making of the deaf from above, but that song is actually David Bowie song called, I haven't been for Oxford town, which I did not know. And I saw this movie when it came out in 97. So, uh, yeah, kind of interesting. Um, dizzy stares daggers into Carmen and Rico uh, while while they're dancing, and uh, Dizzy is dancing actually with uh, Neil Patrick Harris's character, because um, he's like, well, you know, I'll take this dance. We don't, we really don't. We're we're establishing the character development here, and then uh, Denise Richards just whispers in his ear, which is fucking hot. She goes, "My father isn't home tonight," and then we we fade out, and then now. Rico is in an argument with his parents and they're like, you're cut off, you know, because he's joining the mobile infantry. He goes in and uh, they, they, you turn in your scores, right? And then uh, NPH, they're like, ooh, games in theory. I'll be saluting you next time. And they're all looking at him like, whoa, because he got like a really high IQ test, you know. Carmen is like, oh, you're going to be flight leader. Oh, awesome, awesome. And then they go, uh, Rico. Mobile infantry. It made me the man I am today. And the guy is missing two legs and has a robotic arm. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, and by the way, Michael Ironsides also has a robotic arm. Uh, he, actually, he's missing an arm, but, he, you know, to be continued. So um, then um, we see, what is this? Norman Connolly, Joe Smith dead? I don't know why I wrote that down. So anyway, we now we have the um we have the boot camp scene where uh Johnny Rico Oh no no here it is. Okay, okay. So Johnny meets up with Carmen and she's like, Oh my god, my dad thought I would never see him again and he he would not let me, you know, pack and leave and da 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 and then Rico's like, I'm I'm wearing everything I own. And she goes, Oh, I'm so sorry and then he says, Well, Federation will take care of me for the next two years or whatever. So, you know, it's, it's okay. And, uh, and then, uh, uh, you know, they meet up finally with, with MPH and they all go like, let's make a vow. As long as we're together, everything will be okay. And then they're like, they do a woe Bundy, you know? And then finally, uh, we see Rico and he's in boot camp and we see Mr. Brown. Uh, his name is did or Zed. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I got this. I got this. I got this. Zim. His name is Zim. And uh, he's played by Clancy Brown, who's one of my favorite actors ever. Uh, think, uh, if you don't know who he is, um, think Shawshank Redemption. Think uh, Pet Cemetery Part 2. Oh, fuck. Eli, remind me to do that movie. I love that movie. Okay. Uh, Fucking love that movie. Write that shit down, okay? Cool, thanks. All right. Gotta do... We're going to do that fucking movie. Um, Make sure it's not a Patreon because I want everyone to appreciate it. All right. So now we're going back and uh, in uh, the whole boot camp scene, it's it's very much like Lee Army Ermy, like you're all maggots and fuck ups and da da da. And uh, he's 
Zim is walking around with like this one of those retractable batons and he's like, feed in, soldier. Legs apart. Arms behind. You know, and he and and then finally uh, he goes, Now, does anyone think you could take me? And then we see <laughs> Oh man. Um one of the recruits goes, I think I can, sir. And he beats the shit. He, yeah, he breaks his arm and he's like, medic. And then after that, uh, we see Diz. Diz comes up and she gives her orders and he goes like, what, you requested to be here? She goes, yeah. And he goes, you want to take me? And she goes, all right. And she takes off her fucking jacket and she just decides to fight him and he beats the shit out of her and he puts his knee on her neck and in the next couple of scenes like you see it's all it's all fucked up and purple and shit so uh yeah anyway um i'm gonna press this button and hopefully uh you know um it works out <laughs> you got some guts for a rich kid. I guess you and me could be buddies. What do you say? I'm honored. Hey! Of course you are. Everybody should have a friend like me. Come on, Ed. Back of the line. Yeah, back of the line. Back, 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 back. back. Yeah. Woohoo! Oh, jerk, man. Tough guy. Ooh. Hey, Rick, I want to sit together? No thanks, Diz. What's your malfunction, Rico? You are. I joined up to get out on my own, and you had to tag along. You think I joined the mobile infantry because of you? You saying you didn't? Hi. Forget about it, Ace. You don't stand a chance. What makes you even think you're going to make squad leader, Rico? Something I got you don't. Huh? You rich kids are all the same. Anyway, all you gotta do is push a button. Sir, cease fire. Train on that wall, trooper. Put your hand on that wall. Push a button if you disable his hand. So, God damn it. Enough with the fucking music. Right, I'm turning this down. So, the idea of this is uh, they're in boot camp, right? And they're all throwing throwing knives. And he goes, I don't understand the importance of this, you know. And then he fucking throws a fucking throwing knife and just goes, medic. It's great how they treat the soldiers in this because their technology to heal, it's it's just like, we're going to fucking chop off your arm if, if you, you can't hack it. And guess what? We'll grow you back a new one. It's It's... I fucking love this movie, man. There's there's so much good shit here. Now we have a shower scene. Um, and the shower scene is they're like, why'd you join? Why'd you join? Why'd you join? And then, uh, you know, finally they go to Rico and, and he's like, why you be so nosy? You know, but everyone else has a great answer. Like, I wanted kids, so this is why I'm doing it. Oh, I want to vote. Oh, I want to be a journalist. You know, and they go to Rico, and he goes, why are you being so nosy? And then finally, Dizzy comes in. Oh, and she's naked. Oh, my God. I fucking love this girl. And uh, she goes, oh, Rico joined because of a girl. And they go, you? And he goes, hmm. And it's it's, it's pretty fucking funny. Um, now we see uh, Rico. 
his uh, mailing Carmen a message and it's like, you know, I miss you, da-da-da, this and that. And then everyone has to be embarrassing each other asses and do all that good stuff, you know. And, uh, you know, typical shit. Sorry for my notebook. I have a different one today, and it's a little noisy. Um, so anyway, Rico is... Wait, hold on. Oh, shit. So they're doing a um, a live... No, no, they're not. Sorry. he Rico gets another transmission back from Carmen, and she's like, look, I miss you too. Look at this. Isn't it beautiful? And she's looking at Jupiter. She's on a starship, and she goes, and that's why it's not going to work out for us, Johnny, is because I'm going career. I don't think there's a future in us when this is my future. And then everyone's like, ooh... Sorry, dude. And they all kind of, you know, shuffle away. and uh, It's pretty bad. Well, Rico makes squad leader, though. And um, Rico is leading the first live fire exercise. And what this means is there's dummies that pop up and they're using actual live rounds. And one of his um, platoon members his helmet like keeps falling in front, you know, and he can't, and they're like, I expect you to do this in 12.8 seconds. Da, da, da. And, uh, he's like, well, I want to win, you know, and, and this guy's helmet keeps like falling forward. So he goes, take it off. Let me, let me fix it. And during that point, someone slips because the laser of the, um, the, the obstacle shoots the dude in the chest and it, it like tases you and or maybe it's a girl. I don't know. It's probably a girl. Girls can't fucking fire for shit. Sorry. Um, we just have better binocular vision. It's it's genetics. Don't get political. It's just fucking true. Um, and then uh, she get he gets shot in the head, and Rico's in big fucking trouble. And they're like, "Why did you tell him to remove his helmet?" And he's like, "Cause I wanted to win, sir." And they're like elaborate and he goes well it was affecting his vision and it wasn't holding right and i thought if we were to fix it on the field they're like are you qualified to actually repair the m3 combat helmet and he says no sir oh and by the way the guy that's uh doing all this shit is actually mike from um from uh uh, uh breaking bad i just realized that when i was watching i was like oh shit so then they're like well is there anything we could do about this Sergeant Zim and he goes I think that he could be rehabilitated so we see Johnny Rico now is in a uh, a torture rack if you will you know his arms are strapped up and he's going to get 10 lashings and then Zim comes up to him and he goes bite down on this it helps I should know Meaning that he's been through this too. And this is a really cool scene. So he puts some leather like wrapped up um, under in, in his jaws. So that way he could bite down and he gets lashed. And this fucking lashing, man, it looks brutal because each one draws blood. And this guy knows what he's doing, man. Um, fun fact, he's an African-American gentleman delivering the lashings. So, there you go. I don't know. Take the the spirit, which it's supposed to be intended. But uh, it's a pretty brutal scene. So, anyway, Johnny Rico is contacting his parents. And he's like, look, I made a mistake. I got someone killed. You know, I don't. I'm coming home. Let's go to Zagama Beach. And his parents are like, we'd love to have you back, you know. We're we're proud of you for trying, but, you know, we'd love that. Why don't you get home right now? And then all of a sudden they're like, is it raining? You see a dark cloud coming over. Well, it turns out a fucking meteor lands into Buenos Aires, which where they live and uh, destroys the whole area. 
And as Rico's leaving and he's got his civilian clothes on, you see everyone rushing up. And they're like, we're at war, we're at war! Right? And then uh, after, after that, you know, Rico runs in b- back to the, you know, court-martial and he's like, I made a mistake. Um, I want I want in. I want in. I made a mistake. And they're like, sorry, son. You signed your name. You're out. And he goes, look, my whole family is from there. I have nothing left to go back to. And then uh, Zim goes, is that your name, Trooper? And he goes, yes, it is, sir. And he goes, well, I don't see it. And he rips it apart, and he's reenlisted. So now we see all the troopers and they're in their uh uh you know they're they're about to go to the drop ship and everything else but but you see that that he actually made the cut and um Rico uh Carmen and Dizzy and 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 Xander and basically all all the all all the 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 crew the troopers meet up and they're like we should get we should get fucking inked let's get tatted and they all get these um these tattoos and they say death from above and it's got this shield with the skull and they're all like fuck yeah dude and this tattoo machine is just like a, a like a laser and they're all you know they've been drinking and uh, <laughs> and uh, uh you know someone pours beer or no no sorry not beer but like tequila or vodka like over his arm, and they're like, fuck yeah, and they're all flexing and shit, but then we see, um, Carmen, and, um, oh, fuck, I should have wrote down his fucking name, his name, Zandarius, Zandarius, Xander, whatever, uh, the other pilot that, that was a football player, and, and they kind of start to, you know, square off, you know, and, um, yeah, it is Xander, Xander's his name, fuck yeah, so Xander's like, uh, you know, like, whatever, private. And, and you know, Rico's like, fuck you for talking to my girlfriend, dick. You know, and then he's like, uh, you want to go? Let's go. And he goes, no, I would never strike an officer. And then Xander goes, rank is no longer applied here. And they get into it. Xander does a snapmare takedown on a table and starts doing... Uh, fucking elbow drops, and uh, but before that, Rico gets a sucker punch in, and then Rico goes behind him and gets in a uh, a, a clench lock, and um, and it plays Mazzy Stars fade into you. And I love that song. So now we have our first drop. So the troopers get dropped in, right, and uh, they get fucking slaughtered, and this at nighttime, you know. And you just see, like, the troopers come in and they just get fucking destroyed, right? And 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 they're like, get back, get back. It's exactly aliens, like the beginning scene where they have to regroup. So they, they get back and uh, they're like, someone made a mistake. And then someone made a big mistake because they didn't know that the bugs knew. You know, they don't know about the brain bug yet, so we're getting there. So, um... Now they're they're recouping their whole military regime, right? And they start this thing, Rico's or sorry, uh, the Roughnecks, and it's Michael Ironside's character who was the teacher who is now back in the military, and he's got the baddest, fucking most evil troops. They got knives, sharp sticks, nukes. They have everything, and they're the baddest of the bad, and. Uh, Johnny Rico and company are like, well, who, you know, the Revnex, blah, blah, blah. And, and, uh, that they're, yeah, they get schooled very easily. And then they find out that they went to high school together and they're like, oh shit. Well, you guys know. So, um, they were, they are redeployed right on the planet and, uh, they go down there and, and, you know, they're fighting the bugs and Rico takes down a napalm beetle. Now this is like a, a beetle that's the size of a Mack truck and it shoots like napalm out of its front. But Rico like runs and jumps and shoots like into the carapace on the top and then like throws like a grenade down there and explodes it. And they're like, you kill bugs, good. And then Rico gets a promotion. And then Michael Ironsides uh, rewards them. And I think, I think if I press this button here, 
expect the best, and I give the best. Here's the beer. before the war. What was he like? He was a teacher. Kind of like he knew it all. He always had this little smile. Yeah, well, he don't smile much anymore. Yeah, well, I guess your bottle fills up real quick when your kids get smart. Come on, Corporal. Uh, no, I don't do that anymore. I remember when you used to dance. Come on. Do I have to pull rank? Excuse me, sir. Go. You once asked me for advice. Want some now? Yes, sir. Lieutenant, HQ's on the top. Never pass up a good thing. So I love this scene. Um, we see Michael Ironsides be instead of being like, uh, well, obviously he's a hard ass, but he goes like, I expect the best, I give the best. He opens up these drop things and they're filled with like toys, like uh, footballs and, and beer and instruments and everyone's just having a good time. And then, um, yeah, Rico is is... Want, Dizzy wants to dance with them and he turns her down and he goes, do I need to pull rank? And then, you know, then Michael Ironside goes, never turn down a good thing. So then he decides to dance with her and she, he's like, what are you doing down the dance? Now, we have one of the funniest sex scenes ever. And I mean funny, like, it's not like a real sex scene, but it is. Um, they're in the tent and they're making out, and there's this really hot, like, hot scene where he's trying to take off her shirt, and it's all awkward. You know, awkward sex is always the best, and it gets like stuck on her nose, and he just keeps making out with her, and it's funny. I'm pretty sure that this probably happened naturally. I doubt this was scripted. And then, <laughs> fucking Michael Ironside's like unsubstantiated. He goes, "Rico, I need your ass in like ten minutes," and he goes, "Okay, sir." And he goes, "Who's that with you?" And then you see her just like kind of peek up after the sleeping bag and goes, hi, sir. And he goes, make it 20 minutes. And then she looks at him and he goes, I think we could do that. <laughs> and then they just go into the covers. It's so fucking fabulous. I love that. Um, this is my favorite scene in the whole movie, I swear. Because it, it's the only levity that we actually see in this. So anyway, um, now they're heading out to the distress signal, which is this um, this military base. And... No one's there, and then uh, uh, the the comm guy, they're like, get on that comm and and radio, da-da-da. And, and he goes, I'm not getting any signal. He goes, go up higher. And then we see our dragonfly uh, arachnids. We haven't seen them yet, and they, one of them flies in and, like, fucking impales the dude. And, and now um, he gets carried away, and he's on, like, a ledge, and he's, he's getting, like, ravaged by this, and then Michael Ironsides grabs a rifle and shoots him, like, dead in the center, and he goes, I'd expect any one of you to do the same for me! And then, uh, uh, he goes over to Rico, and he goes, Rico, you just been promoted to sergeant until I find somebody better. And he goes, yes, sir! Because that's, for whatever reason, how he talks. 
Um, okay, so now they, they finally go there, and the general, they're, they're looking for any survivors, right? This whole fucking thing is wiped out, except for they hear movement inside, like, a locker room. Or sorry, uh, uh, like a large locker. And the general has been in there and he's like, oh, they're going to kill me. They're going to kill me. And, and, you know, like he's like, they're getting in your mind, man. They're getting in your mind. And then uh, uh, every everyone's calming him down. They're like, what the fuck are you talking about? And he goes over to some of the intelligence officers and they all have these puncture wounds on the top of their head. And he goes, they suck your brains out. And that's how they learn about us, man. You see, we learn about us. And then uh, all of a sudden, you know, they notice that the arachnids are approaching. They're like, fucking get on the walls. Do everything you can, right? And Diz gets on the comm to try to get, you know, reinforcements or, or an evacuation. And uh, uh, you know, now we have, like, our big OK Corral shootout. Yeah, No, not that. More like uh, Alamo. Because... There's all these, in fact, <laughs> Fallout 76 actually ripped off a, uh, a mission from this movie, but I digress. Um, well, fucking as this blizzard, I mean, fucking the whole game, StarCraft 2, is based off this, but I, I digress again. Um, they're holding down this fort, and it's just a non-possible execution. Like, this is a suicide fucking mission. This is a... Yeah, there's no way because the arachnids are so many, they keep dying and it forms a goddamn ramp. So there's no more climbing, right? And then finally, uh, uh, um, Rico goes goes in the back and he goes, you better send somebody down here. And they go, the, the landing is crazy. We can't do it. He goes, I hope you have a crazy pilot. And guess who shows up? Fucking Carmen. Carmen shows up to pick him up. And as they're doing this, Michael Ironsides gets fucked up. Like, he gets fucked up. And he goes, Rigo, you know what to do. And then he, you know, shoots him in the chest because, you know, he doesn't want him to suffer. And then they're all running to it. And then Diz destroys one of the flaming beetles. But then you see two, like, claws go through her. And then on the other side, she's fucked. So they're on the... They're on the ship, and Diz is like, Johnny, I'm... And he's like, Diz is going to be okay. And she goes, no, it's okay, because i got to have you. And it's really sad. I mean, luckily, luckily, this is a science fiction movie, so, you know, real dudes are not allowed to cry. But, I mean, for real, this is any other movie. I'd have a tear in my eye. Um, then... Uh, Johnny Rico goes up and doesn't he acknowledge the fact that Carmen's there or Xander is there and he goes yeah well the infantry probably's are dying and the effort is just a flying and uh, you know he's all pissed he gets promoted again of course because everyone his fucking unit has just died within the past like 16 minutes he's went up from like private to like I think he's like corporal at this point um so anyway, we see Dizzy's funeral, and it's very Star Trek, uh, where, um, oh, fucking, god damn it, uh, Spock dies. It's almost the same speech, and, you know, they jettison around, and Dizzy was my friend, but no, uh, but above that, she was a citizen, this and that, and then the, the now we see uh, NPH goes, we know what they think, and he's in Fucking full SS regalia. I'm talking leather jacket, hat, everything. They just went full Nazi on from this. Like, the higher you level up in this fucking military, the more Nazi you look. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to let this be misunderstood. I fucking hate Nazis. Were they sharp dressers? Fuck yeah, they were, man. The costumes in this movie are fantastic. Fucking uniform. Right? They're fucking good-looking uniforms. Elijah finally speaks. So, uh, and he's like, we know what we think now. We're going to uh, go back down. And, um, of course, you know, Rico's down. And now it's Rico's roughnecks, right? They're redeployed. So, um, 
they they're going down to get redeployed, but then Carmen's ship, which is one of the main ships, gets hit by one of those uh, plasma casters, so it goes down, you know, and then they jettison, and and it's it's a whole big scene. The scene I can't even describe to you. You just gotta watch the movie because it is so good. Um, the did I mention in the past? It took them a year and a half to make this model, so when they destroy it, they do it in such a it is a great scene. CGI did exist in 1997. They did not rely on this uh, in the scene. They had to, of course, they had to with all the bugs. But in this, nope. It looks so good. So anyway, um, they they jettison out. They being Xander and, and Carmen, and they land on the same planet. And then Rico gets the call, like you know the the SOS call. And he goes, no, they're already dead. We continue on with the mission to get the brain bug because that's what they're after, right? You know, I mean, they're after to get this brain bug to see what the fuck is going on because NPH told them that if they find this brain bug, they'll be able to defeat them. So that's what the Roughnecks are there for and the Roughnecks are the best on the planet or in the in the, uni- in the fucking troopers. And uh, all of a sudden, you know, he's like, we can't do it. Continue on with the mission. But then when they're walking, he goes, wait. Carmen's down there and then some of the troops are like wait a minute you're gonna get court-martialed if you defer from mission and he goes okay mission goes to you by the way I need two volunteers and then they they go on their own right he gets this feeling and the rest of the crew go on but then he redirects and then we get our 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 Ooh, this scene is... So we finally get to see our brain bug. So Carmen and Xander are trapped and they're in this like conch, the cave, and this is where the, the thing landed. And this brain bug comes out and it looks like, like a giant maggot and it's got all these like little teeth and it's got like one of those um, yonic uh, mouthpieces, but out of it comes a phallic like hook... Um, not a tendril, but more like a, a leg. Like it, it's it's articulating at three points and it's got like this hook. And it goes to Xander and it hits him in the head and sucks out his brain, you know, and it goes into this yonic mouth. Yonic is another word for vaginal. I'm just letting you know. I'm never going to say it again. But there, there's your fucking word for the day, yonic. It's the opposite of phallic. And uh, then it's going to Denise, Denise Richards' character, who is Carmen. And um, but Xander gave her an, uh, like a throwing knife, you know. And uh, it goes down to her, and she cuts it off, and it goes all insane. And all the arachnids are going to attack. And then we see Johnny Rico, and he goes, "You know what this is?" And he's holding one of the mini nukes, and he rescues her, and they get the fuck out of there, and uh, um. You know, as they do, of course, the arachnids come and the music plays and it's all, it's all. Yeah, there we go. And they're fighting their way out and they're getting out there and, and all this shit is like, ah, we got to get out of here in time, you know, and they throw the nuke and they're getting out and then finally they make it up and then they're like, what's going on? Because you see all the troopers out there and they're like, we got it. We got the bug. We got it. And then you see everyone pulling this giant net and you see the brain bug is pulled out and then Neil Patrick Harris goes up and they're like, what is it thinking? And he goes up and he presses his hand on and he goes, it's afraid. It's afraid. It's afraid. And everyone's like, yeah, yay, yay, yay. And uh, and then they're like, they all meet up, you know, the at Carmen and NPH and, and fucking... Uh, uh, fucking Johnny Rico and he's like thanks for doing a good job blah 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 and they're all, they're all you know pleasantries and he goes uh, well how did it work and he goes it wasn't military intelligence it was all about a private named Zim and they look over and it was their fucking drone start you know and you're like whoa and, and he downgraded himself to private in order to fight and he was the one that brought it down so fucking awesome I love this movie this movie's awesome. So anyway, um, 
yeah, after this, we get a bunch of propaganda of, like, we need bodies. We need, uh, we have the technology. We have the ships. Like, Commander, Carmen, we have, of the Roughnecks, Johnny Rico, you want to live forever! You know, you get all this stuff, and it's, oh, it's so good. And that's basically the end of the movie, man. Wow. I think I'm going to... I'm not even lying. I think I might watch it right after here. Yeah, I just watched it last night and two documentaries on it. But uh, good shit, dude. Starship Troopers. I give it a 90, 98 on the Evergreen Tomatoes, uh, Evergreen Tomatoes meter. So, yeah. It's good. For, hey, David Benson, Patreon listener. Uh... You need to fucking watch this movie. It's so good. So, without any further ado, I mean, I don't... I don't really know what to say. Fucking Starship Troopers, amazing movie. And from all of us at the night party, remember to be kind and... Rewind. Rewind.